What are you talking about, guys? You're killing me. <laughs> I'm having more tech difficulties. <laughs> We're just starting the show, and he's already having technical difficulties. Man. Hey, just right there. That's it, man. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to another episode of Father's Fire Man to Man. I'm Jody Cedric, and I've brought to you once again some of my my absolute favorite men, Antoine J. Brown, Mike Lewis, and Sean Knuff to have a discussion about fatherhood, being a dad, being a good husband. And I have to, first of all, give a mad shout out to Mr. Lewis because he is now a an official author releasing his first book. So what? we got we got to give you a minute to talk about your book because it is fire. Oh man, uh, man, you can, man. No. <laughs> well, no, I I appreciate it, man. Um, it's actually my I I I categorize it as the second. Uh, the very first one was uh, it was a Kindle. Uh, I just simply released it as a Kindle book, but this one here is um, I would I would say this one is my baby because. Um, I will say because of what I had to endure or had the opportunity to endure in order to be qualified to write this book. Um, you know, people ask me all the time now, like what inspired you to write a book or this book? And, you know, the, the thing about it was it's been 13 years, honestly, 13 years in the making. It was just, again, the, the experiences that I had to uh, go through in order to be qualified, if you will, to write this book had to play out. <laughs> so uh, really what this book is about is it's called The Lion's Den. And it's really about taking the experiences that we go through through in life and use those as leverage to develop the character and the foundation of character uh, that's necessary in order for you to, to really live a life of purpose. And so uh, it's exciting. It's exciting um, looking at it now and going back through, uh, you know, the, the opportunities that I had to go through in order to, to write this book. Uh, I now have a different understanding of, you know, everything that I had to endure. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited for people to read it. Um, and it's, it's going to, it's going to bless a lot of people, a lot of people. So I'm excited about it. Well, I, I'm excited about it just by the title and, and, just for something to take 13 years of seasoning and preparation, you know, I know that there's a lot of heart in there that is going to touch men and women across the specter. And I, you know, and I think, you know, to your point, a lot of people don't realize what goes into that creation. And so I'm really excited about it, especially because we men often find ourselves in the lion's den because we've put ourselves there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean no, no doubt about it and that's and that's so key because that's one of the things that I talk about in there is really just being able to look yourself in the mirror and say listen I played a part <laughs> right I played a part in being in this lion's den you know a lot of times we look at this lion's den you know at a distance and uh we don't really want to admit that we've done our part to actually 
you know, be trapped, if you will, in the lion's den until you look around and you're surrounded <laughs> by the lions. And now you have to, you know, be able to man up, woman up and, and get yourself out of there. So, yeah, it's 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 something else, man. Well, that's actually a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk to you men about tonight. Earlier this week, I was actually in Sean's uh, TikTok bouncing around because that guy's always calling men out and saying we need to be better fathers and better dads. And I was in a clubhouse room with other men. It was called the Brothers Room. And so I dropped in and they were just talking about... um, at the core, they have discovered themselves being a dad, but find themselves either hiding intentionally or unintentionally from what's happening in the family. And so it made me think, you know, am I as a dad, am I hiding in plain sight in my own home? Am I coming home and my wife's going, uh, what are you doing, right? Are you part of this family or not a part of that family? So I wanted to talk in particular about how we as men can actually be hidden in in our own house. Um, and one of the things that really puzzled me, and this is a question that I want to pose to all of you guys. One of the gentlemen actually said, he said, look, he goes, I go into hiding when I feel disrespected. And I purposely take myself out of the room and I'm like, man, I've never done that. So what are you guys thoughts about that? Because I, I was like, man, it just really hit me in the heart. It's like, am I hiding in plain sight or am I pulling myself out of the family when I need to be there? I, I want to say something about that, Jody. So um, I talk about this in some of the um, content that I make. Like, there's a lot of guys that they feel like their part of the family is just providing for the family. And if their wife's not happy, like guys, we, as guys like out in the world, like if you don't have good people to talk to, you just go into your like dude mode when you're out in the world. And there's a lot of bad guys out there that are just, their life is disintegrating and you have plenty of people to complain to and everything like that. And us guys get into this like cocky attitude sort of, and we kind of like, you know, we'll complain about how hard our life is or like, yeah, she didn't do this or she didn't do that. And for what some guys do and what I used to do is I feel like I provided for my family and I don't know any better. I'm trying to figure life out on my own without really any model, you know? And so what happens is, I come home, I work, I do my part, I don't cheat, I don't really do anything inherently wrong, but if my wife's not happy, I get ticked off and I go into like this life where I have just blinders on and I'll take my sweet old time getting home because I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to fight. It's like, cause we get, I feel like for me, like I got stuck a lot of times in my own like world where it's like, I don't know what to do. And so I just shut down and I go into this little like hibernation mode. And it's like, yeah, you're kind of hiding, but it's just like, you just don't know what to do. And I think that like, what's cool about what you guys do here and everything is we're giving people a glimpse of like what it 
would look like possibly for it to work. You know what I mean? And so there, the, the problem is there's not enough of this type of thing out there for people, for guys. And I feel like it's too way too easy for us to just fall into what the world does, complain about our families and just everything just disintegrates right in front of us. And there isn't really anything we can do about it. And then what, you know, we do is as people, not just guys, but people, we succumb to our own, like, you know, sins and stuff and we just fall apart. And, and then there's plenty of people to fall apart with, <laughs> but there's not a lot of people building, you know? So, I mean, that, that for me, that's what it looks like. And I, I talk a lot about that because a lot of women struggle with their husbands being like real, you know, they play their video games. They, they drink their beer when they get off work. They don't know how to interact with their family because they don't know any better. And if the wife is upset and she's, she's in like ticked off mode or they have a lot of like, you know, um, like resentments building up over time, there's no communication. They both kind of like wrote each other off and there's no communication. That is the process of like where a dude goes into his own little world and he doesn't talk to his wife very much anymore because he really doesn't want to fight. She don't want to fight either. And when that goes on for years, then the marriage just falls apart. And at some point they both just break. That's usually the woman. She breaks and then she just leaves. And I've seen it. Dude, you wouldn't believe I've probably got messages for over 10 to 15,000 women that their marriage looks just like how I described Mm. and they're fed up and they don't know what to do. And unfortunately, a lot of the guys are fed up, too. They don't know how to deal with it. So you you said something interesting that that has me thinking, how many times do we actually avoid a situation because either we don't want to confront it or we're afraid of her reaction instead of just taking it head on, you know, like with the courage of a lion and say, you know what, I'm invested in you as a husband. I'm invested as a family. And so what am I avoiding? Because I think a lot of times men get themselves into a corner because they're avoiding the difficult discussion. Instead of just going, hey, sweetheart, I see you're struggling. What's bothering you? But we go hide instead. Do you find that the same, Mike or Antoine? Um, yeah, for, for sure. I think um, I can say from, from personal experience, um, I find or I found myself um I would go, I guess, in hiding and get immersed in my work when I felt like I was not meeting, uh, if you will, I'm going to use the word qualifications or the standards of what a man or husband should be in the home. Meaning if I felt like I was falling short, for example, in providing for my family, then I would go and get immersed in my work, right? Because I wanted to feel and experience what comes with being able to 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 provide right or if it was being able to just really just love all my family i wanted to be able to feel that i was doing that right so 
But the thing was, <clears throat> I didn't realize that in me doing that, I was actually taken away from the very thing that my family needed. And that was, you know, time that was being able to love on them. And it wasn't until my wife kind of pointed that out. And it was kind of like what you alluded to in the beginning. She said, yeah, you're here, but you're not here. And um, it took several times for her to really um, share with me what she meant by that. And eventually... I, it began to resonate with me. Um, I began to see what the trigger was. Like, why Why is it that I go and I, I would escape? Um, I'm going to use the responsibility and being there for my family and and use my work as a crutch to, to do that. And so um, it's, it's easy to do, um, but at the same time, it's easy not to do once you understand what that trigger is. Why do you do that? Why do you go back? Uh, why do you seclude yourself from the family? You see what I'm saying? And so I think a huge part of that, of course, is like, like what's happening here is the accountability, you know, being surrounded by individuals that are at a place where you desire to be. And that's not afraid to hold you accountable for when you miss the mark, you know, uh, growing up, of course, you know, we hear the saying all the time, you know, you, you, you got your man car pulled, right. <laughs> and, it's, and it's, you know, growing up, it's like, man, I don't want my man car pulled. But when you really mature in what it means to be a man, what it means to be a father, what it means to be a husband, you realize that you don't necessarily want that man card. You don't want the stigma of the man card. <laughs> you know, uh, you you understand that a true man card is you actually being there uh, in the home and being uh, with your family. In the event that you can't physically be there, it doesn't omit the responsibility of being a father, right? And so it's it's a lot of different factors in there. But I think the the key is being able to admit the trigger and then being able to deal with that trigger. You know, uh, I was I was uh, really just sitting back listening to everything that was said, and um, and just taking taking away quite a bit uh, from what both of you guys said. And I I think that um, there was one thing that you said, um, uh, Mike, that um, to me that resonated was maturity, and um, and I think that that's probably the biggest the big issue there is maturity. Uh, for the most part, most men are just not mature. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it, when especially in marriage. And, um, and you know, it, it's just, I think that's the problem. I think that's the major problem. And when I say most men, I'm probably in the high 90s in percentile. Um, myself in, included in that number. Um, there's a scientific fact that the human brain... <laughs> for a male develops at age 25, fully developed at age 25. For a female, it's 21, it's 21. But that's probably the, that's the mean, you know what I mean? That's the, uh, that's about the, probably the average. But a lot of these guys are, are not tipping the scale. <laughs> and they're 36. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're not ready at 25. Their stuff is still half-baked. And so, but, but that's because I think that maturity is two things. There is, maturity is a choice and it's a process. And the reason that we don't choose it is because of the process. Because it means that there's some stuff that I'm going to have to let go of. Some stuff that I'm going to have to really, I mean, we use this term man up. 
But what really, what does man up mean? It doesn't mean what we think it means in the street or or in our circles of among men, because most men that you're talking about need to man up don't even know what manning up is. You don't know what manning up is until you until you marry a woman and you got to live with a woman. Then you know what man up is. She's trying to show you what it means to man up, but you're not listening. You're not doing it because you don't choose to do it because of the process. You know, the process to lose weight, if you're if you're 50 pounds overweight, is it's gonna require you to, to have to give some stuff up and it's gonna have to require you to add some stuff that you don't wanna add. And it's the same thing in terms of, of fatherhood, manhood, being a husband. It's some stuff that we just don't wanna do. We don't wanna add, we don't wanna subtract. I wanna play my video game. I wanna be able to go and do this. I gotta I gotta share this real quick because this is this is why I put myself in that 90 percentile. Because the other day, just the other day, the other day, can y'all say that with me? The other day. The other day. <laughs> I like the way you did that, like that, that Italian, you know. <laughs> I got the you. Day, the other day. <laughs> the other day, man. The other day, I was um I was getting ready for work like I normally do. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my wife was like, uh, hey. Uh, our son needs to go to the orthodontist today to get his braces in. Can you take him? Because I can't, I got, you know, A, B, C, E, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, I said, oh, okay. So here's the crazy part. All right. Now that's not crazy. Take your son to the orthodontist and get his braces on. That's not crazy. You know what's crazy? I didn't know that the boy was getting braces. Mm. <laughs> wow. I did not know. That's that deep. my son was getting braces. Now here's the here's the crazy another crazy part to add on top of that. I do the budget in our house, so I know where the money is going. I know where it's coming from, and I know where it's going for all of the expenses in the house. Getting braces is an expense. I'm taking him to the place to get braces on, which means that he's been through a consultation. <laughs> and we know how much money is going to be needed when I take him to the place. <laughs> I didn't know he was going. I didn't know where. I, I said, so I'm, I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I didn't want to feel stupid. So I didn't say, hey, I didn't know he was going to break. <laughs> I didn't want to feel stupid. So I said, oh, yeah, that's the day. Um, I said, you know what? I, 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 you know what? I failed to put that in the budget. Um, <laughs> how, how are we doing this? She said, I have the money right here. Just take him mm. to the store. You could feel the frustration in her because she knew I didn't know. You know, she knew I didn't know. But but that's what I'm talking about. We talk about fathers being hid in plain sight. Wow. I was I was hidden in plain sight. There was some information, there was some pertinent information, important information that I had no clue about that my wife gathered and got together. Here's the thing I had asked myself. Why did I not know? Why did I not know that this was the case? The reason I didn't know this was the case is because I believe that being hidden is a choice. Sometimes I believe it is. I think sometimes we, we, we hide ourselves from certain things because we just don't want the responsibility. We don't want to have to That's step good. up and be mature. So if I That's if so I could just kind of stay over here, be as quiet as a mouse, nobody will probably ask me to do anything or say anything to me. And then we think that because we are providing, we are the breadwinner, we are doing this, we are doing that, and that's okay. 
and it's not okay. It's not okay that I didn't know my son was supposed to get braces. Especially if he would have been open with his mouth open wide with metal hanging all over the place. And we're like, can we have the check, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, son, go home. He could have totally messed me up, man. She could have sent me out there, you know, trying to figure out how we're going to pay off. I would have been in the orthodontist office, like in the back room, washing utensils. <laughs> can I sterilize those tools? Yeah, right. <laughs> they would have had me put putting braces on kids, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but I mean, that, that I think that's what it is, though, man. I think it's, I think it's the fact that men, men are just behind when it comes to maturity, women naturally. I think that, you know, uh, you know, that age is, like I said, at 25 and at 21 is there. But I think that as you grow older and then you accept different responsibilities in life, like marriage, like marriage, I think a lot of men are behind their wives in terms of maturity and marriage. You know, they're, they still want to hold on to some things. I mean, think about it. A wife, a woman goes through menopause at some point in her life, and a man goes through a midlife crisis. Hmm. <laughs> That's like two totally different extremes. One man is like, yeah. okay, uh, I need some help. I'm crazy. I'm hot all the time. I need you to help me. You know, this, I think that men drive women in the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> And he's wanting to hide in his car that he just right. bought, the 65 Corvette, and he's driving yeah, he's 110 like, miles away. My drop top and go check out some hunts. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you know, I still got eyes. I can see, you know. So, I mean, that, that, the whole thought process is just totally different. I mean, it is, I mean, God, God made us that way. But but I believe that there's a point where we're supposed to step into something else. You know, I mean, and I know I know Jody, you cool, man. You you're you're a man of God. So I can say this on this program. But I really believe that in Corinthians when it tells us that old things have to be passed away, all things have to become new. I gotta become something else. And there's different stages where you gotta become something else. When you grow into teenagehood, you gotta become a teenager. You gotta become that mature person. Because I mean, you're gonna be getting behind the wheels, behind the, uh, the 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 steering wheel of a car. So you gotta become something else. You gotta become yeah. something else when you become an adult. You gotta become something else when you become married. You gotta become something else when you become a father, a grandfather. Every stage, every step, you gotta become brand new. And I think yeah. that that's the thing. We we're we're all the way up to father. And we didn't become a new man when we got married. We didn't become a new man when we became an adult. And I think that's the problem we're behind. Yeah, I think a lot of men really struggle. Part of the reason why they struggle with feeling disrespected is because their wife is asking them to level up. And to level up, we have to shed some of that old skeletons and cocoons and bad habits that will enable us to become the husband and the father that she knows we can become. She's hoping we'll become. She's just waiting for us to let go of the shackles that are holding us back. Right. Yeah, and, and, and I think what you just said there was key uh, as well, Jody, is that, you know, again, from personal experience, you know, I always felt challenged when my wife would in, in you know, for sake of conversation, challenge me to level up because I I wanted it to be something that I did without having to be told. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because again, that pulls on that persona of, of being a man. Like why you got somebody telling you what to do, right? But when you really understand, like Antoine was saying, like she's there to help you, you know, get to that point, then you accept it, right? You accept it and now you become even more open to the direction, to the correction, <laughs> right? From your wife. So you can be who it is that you've been, been you know, created to be. So yeah, that's that's huge. That was a big one for me, big one. So one of the things that I've been puzzling over is why is it the anomaly for a man to push himself to become the man he needs to be why is it that it seems like we have to be pushed and prodded and and just you know physically and mentally and emotionally just jolted into that next step instead of just going you know what i'm going to aspire every day to be a little better than I was yesterday. I'm going to be a little gentler with my wife. I'm going to be more intentional. I'm going to spend time with my kids. But it seems like we're always having to be pushed and prodded instead of just taking it on ourselves. And I think sometimes that's what our wife is hoping for, is that we'll take on some of that ourselves and we'll move forward. Oh, if it means, you know putting together a basketball tournament or, you know, building a new business, we'll put that on our shoulders. But a lot of times when we're looking at ourselves, boy, we don't even want to open up that, that coffin. Oh yeah. No, I mean, no, no doubt about it. I think it's, you know, a, a great deal of that has to do with ego, <laughs> you know, ego stubbornness. And then going back to what Antoine was saying, it's that lack of maturity, you know, I mean, because when you really think about it, <clears throat> it's shifting the priority. Like you just said, we can put a basketball tournament together, but when something really matters, <laughs> like putting, putting, you know, things in place for your family, then it shows your lack of maturity. It shows your lack of, of focus focus on what's supposed to be the priority. So yeah, I, I think Antoine hit it on the on the nail on the head with that one when it comes to that maturity piece. Yeah, I think uh, I think also fear, man. Uh fear is is also a factor. Um <clears throat> the fear of the, the fear that I gotta let go of what I'm comfortable with. Mm. So uh, I got to I got to move out of my comfort zone now. You know, I, I can't I can't lay down and watch um, Sports Center, PTI, partner interruption around the horn. I can't sit there and watch my whole lineup anymore because I got to mm. I got to do some man stuff. You know, so the fear of the fear of losing uh, who I who I feel like I am. Yeah. And and that's the crazy part about it because uh, I think it was Jody. I can't remember. I wasn't. I wasn't really paying that much attention who said it, but I heard it. Uh, <laughs> Joey or Mike, one of y'all. I'm not that old. One of y'all said this though. <laughs> now, if I can remember what you said, that's the, that's the key right there. Um, <laughs> I got myself out there on the island, and I'm a friend. <laughs> Just keep swimming, brother. Keep Not swimming. Let me let me try to put something together for you guys. Holy cow, dude. Well, let me oh, throw man. you a bone, bro. I want to tell you, Antoine, uh, what you said there. I hope it's true uh, about you forgetting that your kid was getting braces. I just want to thank you because, like, I do stuff like that on a daily basis. Like, little things like that that I think are no big deal like yeah. get my wife upset let's put it that way and the thing <laughs> is 
I think that what happens is we, what Jody said about, you know, us, why do we have to be pushed, you know, to be a man? The thing is, I think we, we kind of, we want to be men. And I think when we're like young kids and we're going to become teenagers, we figure it all out. And then we become that person. And then we fall in love or we meet somebody and we're like, oh, shoot, I want to get married. And so now I got to be a man. And then when we start to realize what being a man actually becomes and what it is, we're like, oh, shoot, I don't know. Yeah, I got that. And then we act like we got it together and we think we might have it together. Some men are so proud and everything. They think they got it all together. But, you know, we think that being a man is just like being in charge and being the man of your house yep. and all that and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. all great and everything. But at some point, things get real, real, real. And we have to be who we are, yeah. actually. And a lot of guys can't shed their ego, I think. They're all ego all the time. And they don't know how to react in a real way with their wife. It's crazy. And, like, you know, when you were talking about um, pulling the man card and everything and maturity, like, we don't want to admit when we're wrong. Because we think in our mind and our psyche or whatever that being a man is not screwing up and getting it right and doing everything perfect and everything like that. And we don't want to admit to our guy friends that we're wrong. And we sure as heck don't want our wife to think that we're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of guys can't stomach when their wife's like, dude, you screwed up. And they don't want to hear that all the time. (laughs) What the thing is, is um, what I'm getting at, though, is like when years go by and we're not getting it right, we give up or we say, oh, well, you know, there's something wrong with her. I'm talking about marriage. Like if we if we don't get it right, a lot of people just quit. And unfortunately, like people quit and they'll go into their next relationship and have the same exact problems and it's not the other person and then they realize shoot it's me and what do they do when they get with their new partner they change a little bit who they are and then things might work out a little better or some people don't but maturity is a huge part of what you're saying and what's crazy is what you're talking about there i was actually reading scripture i've been studying ephesians 5 like all the time lately because i'm trying to get uh I'm trying to get that down because I have a lot of people asking me questions about what the godly view of marriage looks like. And what's crazy is um, the Bible doesn't really describe exactly what our household is going to look like, who's going to run what, who's going to be in charge of the finances, who's going to be in charge of this. There's so many different aspects now to being a house that there wasn't when this was written, that it's just, it's a crazy amount. But the thing is, you know, my, I had somebody ask me like, is the man supposed to run everything or just the spiritual stuff? And I, my answer, I guess was that, and it's kind of like, you know, the spiritual end of it and the love and the, the, the uh, forgiveness and the stuff of God that you learn from God that you keep in your house, it's the man's job to be in charge of that, whatever that looks like. And the wife is there as a helper to keep your narrow butt uh, in line. <laughs> and she's there to tell you. And it does take maturity to understand that. It takes understanding. And it takes a lot of patience because you and your wife, we don't, we have the Bible. We, we try to put this all together in our minds. We look at other people and other people make mistakes too. And so um, all of this stuff that you guys are talking about to me, it fits together in my life in a very real way. 
And I think that what Antoine brought up there about not remembering his kids getting braces, dude, that is a area that I think we should talk about sometime in depth because we like for me, um, I, I go to work a lot. I, I, I do hard labor. I also own my own business. And like my, what Mike said is, you know, we work more when, when we're stressed out, we work more I, because I have my own business. I can work as much as I want to. I can be gone till eight, nine o'clock at night if I wanted to. And I've done that in the past. And the thing is, is that if you do that too much, I think the type of thing that happened to Antoine is going to happen to you because like we get so wrapped up in our own little world. Our wife talks to us and we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And we act like we're paying attention and we're not. And I have struggled with that big time because I, I do listen, but I'd have been right with you, partner. I'm just letting you know. So that gave me a lot of encouragement because when you said you're in the top 90%, I'm like, yeah. And then when you said it, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Listen, man. y'all, y'all are y'all are just man enough to admit it. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's a big one. No, I didn't. I didn't get that far, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But I think that's what it is, though, man. We get um, we we we're not as busy as we need to be. I mean, it's uh, we don't necessarily need to be that busy all the time, but I think that's what it is, though. There's it's an escape. It's 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 a way out of this 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 pull and this draw to step to this this level of maturity that I just don't really want to I don't want to get to, you know and um and and then uh you know it's just uh, I don't know man it's just when I think about that situation and that 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 happened um that was probably the first time something like that to that degree happened to me and um and I really attributed to that to the fact that. I wasn't present, you know, and I just wasn't, I wasn't present. You know, I was, I was in the room, you know, like that's all your body's here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. And that's, that's kind of where I was. My, my mind was, was not in the room. And, and she probably said it. She probably told me, she probably called my name out and said, (laughs) Hey, how much is going to cost? What are we going to do? And I, you know, I'm I'm on the corner drooling, you know. <laughs> Reminds me of that movie Click where he's on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go backwards? Right. Or, or that other movie, Multiplicity. You know, it wasn't I was a different me. I wasn't, you know, it wasn't the right me in the room. The other me was buff. You know, I don't know. I didn't hear it, you know. you guys are killing me tonight. <laughs> But you know what I was I was I was thinking about it though, man. Um in, in the scripture it says that in Genesis 2:20 it says that uh that God mm. made Adam and help meet for him. And and what 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 we know that to be is a help meet suitable, capable, reliable. But a lot of times what happened is what happens is we treat uh husbands treat their wives like they are the help. And that's not what the scripture is saying. They're not the help. They're not supposed to wait on you. They're not supposed to bring you your slippers when you come home from work. They're not supposed to. And when I'm saying not supposed to, if they choose to do that, that's that's them. That's just their heart to do that. But you shouldn't expect it, is what I mean. Don't expect your wife to, to wait on you hand and foot. That help me 
is is her helping your behind. I like that narrow behind. Helping is some of them too narrow. Um, but <laughs> some of them helping your big behind sometimes to mature, to step up to the plate. And that's the thing about it. You know, we can go into certain situations and certain scenarios and take abuse from people. And, and when I say abuse, I'm, I'm not saying abuse from the standpoint that they're, they're, they're hurting you. But I mean, what we may consider to be abuse at home. You know, I go to a personal trainer, you know, uh, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You're fat. You know, you're, you're, you're fat. You have not followed the program. And I'm just, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing for you. You know, do you want to lose weight or not? You're, you're wasting my time, you know, coming in here looking like that. You know, I mean, and we'll just move. And, we'll, you know, if we really serious about it, we get it together. You know, like, you know, he called me fat. I, I'm, a, you know, a grown man, you know, but you go home and your wife and say, you know, you haven't stepped up to the plate and done this. You don't talk to me like that. Who do you think you are? You know, you don't, 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 don't ever talk to me like that. You don't, I'm the man in this house. You don't ever talk to me like that. We'll take it from our personal trainer. We'll take it from our boss. We'll take it from, from somebody that we respect and feel like that we want to aspire to get to that level. But when we come home and our wife is telling us, hey, this will make you better. That's really how that's translated. This will make you better. This will improve your the quality of life for you. This yeah. will enhance you as a man. This will take you to a whole nother level. This will take raise you up some notches. This will make people look at you in awe and wonder, man, who is this man? Where did he come from? That's what she's trying to do to you. But you resist it because she's calling you to mature. And you resist that with every, every fiber of your being because that means that I got to become something else and I got to let go of all this other stuff. And what it really means is not only does it elevate you, but it elevates you as a couple, right? She's like, look, I'm trying to take you here because I'm trying to get us here. You want to look good too. I want to look good too. I want us as a couple to look good. I want our family to look good. But more importantly, I want us to be good. I want us to be good as a couple. I want us to be good as a husband and wife. You know, we're, we're told to be equally yoked, right? That doesn't mean one's pulling stronger than the other, right? You put two oxes together that, and you yoke them together that are equally strong. And so we need right. to be equally yoked with our wife moving forward. And, and I love it that, you know, especially, you know, because we brought up the Bible that the God, God gave him a help meet in the garden. I guarantee you. Adam could take care of the garden. He could right. he could sow and dig up, but he couldn't make it beautiful like a woman can. Yeah. Right? And so when you bring the woman's touch, she will she will touch everything and make it sanctified and beautiful if we will allow her instead of resisting the gifts she brings to the table and that and her yearnings for us to become better so that we as a couple can be better. When, when we yeah. relent, when we give of ourselves, when we serve, then we can be elevated as a man of God. That's that's powerful, man. I mean, you know, I, I think about what you said. Uh, when we're, we're we're equally yoked, when we both come up, we we can take more territory. We can take more ground at a faster rate. Even it's, we're not we're not. It's not taking us ten years to do what we could have done in two. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think about that, you know, that, that's the, I think a lot of men don't understand the value of their wife. 
you know, they just don't understand. They, they don't understand the value. They don't understand what she really is and what she brings to the table. You know, there was a time in our country where African-Americans were considered three-fifths of a man or person. You know, I mean, that's crazy when you think about that. That's crazy to think about that. But a lot of husbands treat their wives like they're three-fifths of a human being. Mm. They don't give them the credit. They don't give them the respect. They don't give Ooh. them the honor. They don't receive them. They don't, they don't, they don't receive their, their wisdom. They don't receive what they're saying as wisdom. They I look want to at share something like, with you guys. Sorry. Go ahead, man. You, I love when you talk, man. I, I like, dude, that personal trainer comparison is gold. <laughs> I love that, man. <laughs> um, but I want to say something because um, you guys are talking about something that is so, so cool. Um, a while ago, I was, uh, talking to one of my friends and at the end of our conversation, he's like, I want to pray. And my friends like praying. And, uh, he said something that I'll never forget. He's like, he was praying about our wives looking out for us. And he's like, he was saying that our wives are, are watchers and they're there to protect our soul. And ever since I heard that, I look at my wife in a different way because um, she always goes out of her way to protect me. And sometimes I don't like it because I'm like, I want to do my thing or whatever, like get out of here. <laughs> but like ever since I, I, I heard it said like that, I see it like when I read scripture and stuff, like what you said about in the garden. Yeah, I, I, I think it's really important. Uh, that we look at our wives in a very deep and divine way because they are divine and they do deserve our respect. And you're totally right. Like we, we, we get too caught. I think guys get too caught up in their own life thinking that, um, you know, they're the man cause they're the man of the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And I remember like last year I was at like a little picnic, like an evening picnic and it was me and my friend, and his cousin and another guy and all of our families were there and all of the wives are all stay-at-home moms and they were all inside hanging out in the kitchen and all the guys are outside talking they're all all of us are business owners and we're all like chit-chatting about our businesses and kind of like you know doing our dude stuff or whatever and I was thinking to myself like what are these ladies talking about in here (laughs) like it just kind of crossed my mind like what do they talk about and I kind of like started to think a little bit more about what my wife does in a day you know and maybe (laughs) I was way way late on that but you know I don't think a lot of guys realize how much uh, their wives actually do and I don't think that they get the credit for it because I I was in a conversation with the guy that he didn't he was treating his wife bad because she doesn't make any money and he, she's like, he, his attitude was kind of like, she's trash because she don't even have a job and stuff. And it kind of broke my heart because I'm like, bro, you, you, you got problems. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, I don't know, man, like it's, uh, it is definitely, uh, definitely a place that needs to be filled uh, for sure. Yeah. So. Now I wonder I keep thinking about um, the question or the comment that Mike made earlier, or it actually may have been been you, Antoine. Mature, maturity is a, a choice and a process. Yeah. I wonder 
if we were to ask our wife what they would like to see the requirements to obtain a man card would entail, what characteristics they would want that man card to require. Hmm. Sit on sit on that for a minute, and I mean, I would love. I wish my wife was here because, or your wife Antoine or Mike. I mean, any of your wives. What would they want that man card to be? Because typically, we use the man card as, "Oh, I've been emasculated," whereas the man card should be, "I'm stepping up and I'm going to be the man of the house," not in a domineering way, but in a loving and a serving way and when we can shift from love and service man can you imagine how rich our relationships would be how strong our families would be i think a lot of guys are afraid to get taken advantage of because like i talk to a lot of guys that you know they think that i I got called a simp i had to look that up this dude called me a simp because I made a video about serving your wife and I'm like, what the heck is this? So I look it up and it's like, I see a picture of a dude on a leash with this <laughs> chick, like taking him to the Mac machine or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I had, to, I had to respond to this uh, a little bit because I'm thinking like, you know, there's this fear out there that um, if we, get like i mean when you're new in a relationship yeah i guess you can overgive or whatever i don't know but when you're married five years or something and things are you know you have seasons of ups and downs in your marriage when you're you know five years in or whatever like years into it um it takes effort to uh get things right and i think that there there needs to be uh an understanding that being a man is sucking it up and getting your family taken care of whatever that looks like. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. Got a lot of guys are afraid. I hear guys like, um, t- you know, just on the street talking about how, you know, they meet the money, these bills have to be paid. And all they care about is like just the bills being paid and they don't think past that. And unfortunately the wife is on a whole crazy different level. And uh, it's, it's crazy out there, man. So I don't know. I think, uh, I think sometimes like the fear that is going around is basically that if we give too much that we're going to be taken advantage of and we're not going to, uh, we're not going to get what we want. It's all about that. Like they think Mm -hmm. that if they start to give, they're not going to get, you know what I mean? And that's That's a big problem because like for me, I've decided that, I will just give. I don't really, if I get something cool, but I'm not expecting anything. I'd rather just give and be in a mindset of like, I don't want anything back. I'd just rather do for you. What do you need? And I do get a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I don't expect it. And I don't, I don't hold back from giving anymore. I used to, but I don't do that anymore because I noticed that I feel better if I just do my thing and, and, and give to my wife or whoever needs uh, in my family or whatever. And I don't hold back at all because whenever you hold back and you expect, it just doesn't, just doesn't work. At least it doesn't work for me. So. 
Mike, I keep seeing you about to say something, man. I, I, I'm waiting for that nugget. I think your audio is out, Mike. <laughs> yeah, we lost your audio. We lost your brother. audio, Mike. <laughs> yeah, we've lost him. We just, can you, can you yeah, there we go. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm just sitting here and I'm I'm agreeing, you know, with with what's being said. It, it's so powerful, and I think I think it's dangerous. Uh oh, my wife my wife's saying they can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah, we we can hear you. I think it's catching up now. Okay, so no, I think it's I think it's dangerous. Um, like what you were saying, Jody, to hear. From our from our wives, and it, here's why I'm saying it's dangerous. It is dangerous for a husband to answer that question. You know what I mean? As far as what constitute or what should be on the man card. You know what I mean? I, I think it's so dangerous because we'll have our own, you know, um, thoughts as far as what should be on that man card. But at the same time. I think it's so ideal. Like, I want to bring my wife in here. I really do, because I want to know. <laughs> but <laughs> my I wife is already in the room. <laughs> Come on, Daria, yeah, put it down. Give us the list. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's I think it's such a powerful um uh challenge, really. It it really is because then depending on what our wives say are we going back to what Antoine was saying are we mature enough to be able to look at that list and say yeah I'm meeting that or no I'm not right and you know and and of course it's it's always room to grow always room to grow but I I tell you man it is so it's exciting you know what I mean It, it it really is exciting when you when you truly open up to become who you're created to become and you realize that you're not going to get there by yourself right and and like you like everybody's saying you know god gave adam and help meet suitable for him it's interesting because i tell people all the time now you know i've i've been i've been married before and i can now i can admit that i wasn't qualified to be married you see what I'm saying? Like so many people will say, well, they did this and they did that. I wasn't qualified to be married. However, from that experience, I learned what it means to be a man and to be a husband. Now I'm qualified to have the queen that I have. Right. So I had to go through those things, but it would be interesting to hear my wife say, OK, this is this was what makes you a real man. You see what I'm saying? And and it's it's I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her that. I mean, it, I know you know what? Right now, but I'm gonna ask I, I would challenge <laughs> each one of you guys, and you have to preface it, you have to say, look, sweetheart, I don't want the PowerPoint rendition, but what is one thing that you would like me to do better? Or what could I do to serve you as a husband that would make a difference in your life this week? Right? Don't say it for the next year, but what can I do this week to make your life a little easier and to let you know that I truly love you? Wow. And and let me let me tell you why that's that's man, that's so good. And what you just said, Joe, to remind me of something that my mentor shared with me years ago. And I mean, it it changed my life. It changed my life. He said, discover what your wife needs for next year and begin preparing for it now. 
when he said that to me, oh my goodness, I'm like, for next year, <laughs> what does she need for next year? But but I was understanding, it's kind of like what what um um what you were saying, it was I, I forgot who it was that was saying it, but they were talking about how now they just get <laughs> now they just it's contagious. <laughs> They just give and really don't expect anything in return, right? And until you understand the the benefit of doing that, right? A lot of us as men, we don't see it that way because, again, we didn't grow up like that. You know, we didn't grow up, uh, you know, again, we were told we're the man of the house. We make the rules, blah, blah, blah. But when you really understand that that was way off, <laughs> you know, that was way off. And it makes it, again, that much more exciting to actually go through the marriage together, to build or to grow together and allow your wife to be in the process of molding you and shaping you. And, and it's exciting, man. It's exciting. But, man. I'm taking a lot of notes, man. I got, I'm excited too. I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about with my wife now. <laughs> yeah. What? what? I'm, I'm about to call her. She's upstairs uh, hanging out with the kids. I'm about to call her, but she don't like being on the internet live. She hates it. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I think that's powerful what you said, Jody. And, um, you know, any man that's watching this or that will watch this uh, to ask that question, of their wife. And I'll say this, you know, brace yourself, you know, because yeah. you, you might not like what she has to say, but understand, yeah. understand that she is only saying it because she believes in you. She sees your potential. She knows, she knows your power probably better than you do. And, um, yeah. Man, it's so good. and I remember, um, and I'm looking at the comments. Uh, uh, first of all, we got Kenneth Graham on there. Kenneth said, uh, uh, love and respect, though, to put on 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 his card. Uh, I'm sorry, love and service. And then I looked at my wife right underneath that. That's my wife, y'all. Those, those of you who don't know it, uh, she put clear direction and goals. And um, mm. I remember, I remember when she put when she mentioned that to me. Uh, I can't remember how many years ago that was. Now, it was uh, uh, I think it was my brother-in-law or a friend of mine. He uh he had his goals made for for the year already like mm. like before December was over he had his goals for the for the coming year already made up and um I remember my wife was telling me you know she was like oh wow that's that's so awesome you know this this and I, I hated the guy for probably <laughs> uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I wanted to do some bodily harm to him. Uh, because... Is that the way you feel about me, you... Mike, when I cook dinner? <laughs> why yeah. did you leave? That's why, I got, list that's why I try to mute you out every time you start right. talking about me. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Why did, you, why did you have to leave the list out? You trying to show me up? I mean, what is this about? You know, but anyway, um, <laughs> now she saw it. Now I got to do some stuff. You know, but that was kind of the, <laughs> that was the response that I had. And so, um, but I remember, man, um, I remember when she said that to me, she was like, you know, of course she came to me. Uh, why don't you do something like that? You know, why don't you make a list? Of, you know, uh, uh, uh. so I remember thinking about it when she told me to do it. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you, when she told me to do it, that seemed like it was such a daunting task for me mm. at the time. Be able to project for a whole year, what we should be doing each month. 
each quarter. You know, I just, I, I, I couldn't imagine doing that. You know, it kind of reminded me when, when I wrote that book, my wife pulled that book out of me. You know, she, she pulled that book out of me. She, she told me, this is what should go on your man card. You're, you're, you're a writer. You got so much content and you got so much stuff in you. And then she just sat me down and just started going over some stuff with me. So with the, with the situation with the goals, the clear direction and goals, that brought her a sense of security to know where she's mm-hmm. going, to know where you see us going. I just want to know where you see us going. You know, and, and yeah. so for her, mm-hmm. for her, that just brought her a sense of security. It was twofold. It brought her a sense of security. But what it did for me was it showed me something about myself that I didn't know I was capable of. You know, mm. so they really want to empower us because the, the more powerful we are, the further the family goes. Now, that doesn't mean she's three fifths of a human being. That just means somebody's got to lead on a football yeah. team. Somebody is the captain. Somebody's leading the charge. But everybody's equally important on that team. And so your wife is equally as important as you are, but she needs you to lead. So that's man. But, that is so but the good. more powerful she can build me up, that's what she's doing. She's building y'all up, man. She's building you up. She's trying to let you know you're powerful. You are powerhouse. You're dynamo. You, you, when you, you enter a room, there's an explosion that goes off behind you, and and everybody's like, hey, who is that? You know, that's what she wants you to know about yourself. And I'm gonna tell you what, man. I, I didn't see that. It, I'm still discovering that. I'm still discovering that about myself uh, through her. I'm still seeing. She's still showing me something every every day, and when I allow her to, I, I see it. Yeah. But that's the that's the key, man. I'm I still I still sometimes restrict her, and that and that is a process. That's that's that old man having to fall off a little bit every day. You know, I, Paul Paul said, and, and I can't remember what book it was. He said, "I die daily." He yeah. said, I die daily. Every day, something has to die off of me that I'm still trying to hold on to. And your wife is trying to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, man, and I so let weird. her murder it, man. <laughs> and I wonder, you know, I, I asked the question, Dad, are you hide, hidden in plain sight? I wonder if the real challenge is for us to win the game of hide and seek with ourselves. <laughs> hmm. Can we yeah. really find and discover right. the man that our wife sees and who God sees and who we are destined to be. If we are humble enough to shed those things that are holding us back. That's powerful right there, Jody, because if you don't even know where you are, she's not going to be able to find you. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, if you don't know your value, if you don't know your value, if you don't know your purpose, man, that's, that's even harder on your wife. Yeah. You got to find that out, man. You got to find that out. Well, yeah. Any parting remarks before we go? We've been, we're right in an hour, man. I want to, man, I just appreciate your guys' candor, your humor, your, your openness and your counsel. Any parting remarks that you'd like to share before we wrap it up tonight? And I just want to say thank you guys, man. I feel like I'm honored. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. So honored to be here. I'm. I'm with like. Are you, did you write a book too, Jody? I'm actually. I'm actually <laughs> working on a book. I'm actually Get working on here. a book right now. I. I actually have two books that I'm working on. One's almost done. I told uh, our our mentor Sean Hart that I would have it done by mid January. So I'm. I'm getting close. I have about 
four more chapters to write. Um, and then I'm going to give it to my wife and some other trusted people to go, all right, punch the holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> so. I just want to say, man, I'm real proud of you guys, dude. I, I, I've been having people ask me to write a book for ever and it always comes up and then i always meet people i was at my gym last year and i started training this dude that wrote a book too and i'm and he's like telling me how to do it and stuff and i'm like man it's just it's just a whole uh i don't know it's crazy what's happening <laughs> that's what i'm I, saying man it's crazy. I, I think i think that the neat thing about me and i think this is what mike went through you know it's you said it took him 13 years. There's a lot of introspection that goes in as you're starting to share the feelings of your heart. And Antoine's gone mm -hmm. through this, right? It's like, how do I tell the story in a way that will inspire change, that will inspire people to move in the way that I was impacted by this experience? So I'm constantly wrestling with, right, how do I tell this in a way that will help them feel the story? as well as see the story and more importantly see the change that is in them if they'll just make a few minor adjustments in how they're living their life so it's it's mm -hmm. quite the journey um and i i'm i'm enjoying yeah. it but i'm like uh, how am i gonna get this done <laughs> yeah i'm gonna tell you what my wife told me too she told me don't get caught up in the paralysis of analysis yeah Mm. That she's, she, what she told me to do was, uh, and I remember this in English class when I was in uh, in college, we had to do free writing, and um, she told me just start with free writing, just set a timer, uh, I mean like like uh, a minute first, and just write about uh, whatever it is that's in you, just 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 pull it out of you, and uh, it ended up being about. Uh, something that I struggled with was just procrastination and excuses. And so, and that's kind of what my book ended up being about. So what I did was she said every day, she said, just try to do 350 words every day. She said, just try to do 350 words. And that's, that's how I started the book. I just started writing stuff. And then after a while, I got all this content and now I'm piecing it together like a puzzle. Yeah. Because I was all over the place. You know, um, that's just What's one method. No, What's that's... the name of Anton? It's uh, Overcoming Procrastination and Other Dream Killers. So, Antoine, can you please put a link to your book in the comments? Mike, you as well. Um, because, I mean, you guys, obviously, those of you tuning in, you can see these men are men of integrity. Integrity. They're aspiring to be good husbands, good fathers. Sean, you know, he's got a book in him. He just doesn't know it. Everybody keeps telling him. <laughs> but when he has it, we'll put it in the comments. <laughs> I don't know where to start, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just pick up the pen and write. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like I use my Siri and just talk. Yep. <laughs> I can do that. The, the problem hey, is half the time Siri doesn't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> use voice memo. <laughs> yeah, use voice memo. That's way better than Siri. So yeah. nah man, I'm I'm just blown away. I'm I think it's awesome. That's it's just crazy, man. Well, I want to guys. I want to thank you, man, for giving us of your time. I mean, I, I really do appreciate your insight, your experiences, your candor, and your openness. And I want to also thank your wives for allowing us to have this time together. So Thank you so much. Those of you that are tuning in, please um, like and share this so that other men can and 
you know, glean from the things that were discussed tonight. And uh, you guys have a fantastic evening, and we'll catch you next month. And uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas, brother. Thank you, Jody. <laughs> All right. You guys have a fantastic day, man. I appreciate you, brother. I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speak Fire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking the fire within. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Speak fire. Speakfire.com. Speak fire with a Y. We have a new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with us? Deuces. This your boy Jay Gibson, CEO and founder of Rethink Rich Academy, Rethink Rich Incorporated, with a new face of finance. Get used to it. And I just want to tell you guys, if you're looking for elite financial training and coaching, but not just about investment, to help your whole life. I want you to go to RethinkRichAcademy.com. We are doing free training right now for the entire year of 2020. So join me on Facebook at Rethink Rich Academy and follow me on social at Rethink Rich.